Mike, check, Mike, check, Mike. Oh, yeah, we're looking good. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. Yep, 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 yes, sir. All right. Here we go. All right, when the beat loop, we're going to go do it. Hey, you know what it is. We back once again. It's your boy, AT Money in the building. To my right, DJ BDD Dollars. What's up? What up, man? It's BDD Dollars and Seal Torpedo. I'm feeling great, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I have not been treated so well as what I've been treating Tree Town today. <laughs> hey, it's been, I, look, man, we got bottled waters. We they got gave tea. Us tea. Man gave us the Royal Treatment Road at the rear carpet for us to my left. My main man, Haiti. What's going on, bro? Rob Paul's Haiti. Hard working. Hard working, man, right there. Hard working black man. Hey, and then let's we not forget. Got Gully TV in the building with us, baby. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, baby. Right. Gully TV. Gully TV early. in the building, boy. God damn. What's up, cool world? Man. <laughs> so, first thing I got to talk about, man, we got to talk about some current events. Bobby Schmurder came home, bro. How y'all feel? Thoughts, assertions? Anybody got anything? I think Bobby, I think Bobby Schmurder come home is going to be dope. Yeah, he actually was one of the people that had star quality that from that era back when they had the Bobby Smurder versus T Money discussion. I mean versus uh, Bobby Smurder versus um, Troy Ave. Okay, they're trying to figure out who was putting on for Brooklyn, right? Yeah, right. yeah. But Tax okay. Tax Stone, if y'all ever this Tax Stone, yeah, Tax Stone about how people actually was cheering for Bobby because he actually had a star quality, and when when hot when hot. Uh, Hot Boy, whatever this Howard the radio title for the song came out, yeah. out was out. I actually I felt that song was was going somewhere. I felt his energy. Yeah. And now we actually got the man out. You know what I mean? Right. The song has so much energy with him behind bars. I'm excited to see what his music is going to be looking out going forward with him outside of jail. To continue to that man, the kid's talented, no doubt. But continue with his legacy, there's going to be many changes. Cause you feel me? Somebody serving time get their mind right. You feel me? Challenging a young man like that, you feel me? It's gonna make them better. So I'm glad the situation is to his advantage, but unfortunately he had to do that time, but now he's gonna shine, man. Gonna he ain't got no him. choice now, bro. Shine. He like, you know, like the culture is looking at him now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people spend their whole time, their whole energy trying to get eyes on him. Oh, he got off the plane with the whole culture looking at him. So we gonna see what the boy doing. <laughs> We gonna see what about you, Gully? You got some thoughts? I, uh, I just wanna see if this nigga can still do the dance and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember hey. before. I, I know why he was away. The, um, I don't know if, if he's like a Brooklyn drill pioneer. Or whatever, mm. But I like that. That that brand of music. I don't know gang affiliated mm. sound. He was one of the first. While he was away, it became really really big. Mm. And um, I believe he's he, he's probably gonna benefit from the popularity of it. Like, yeah. imagine what, oh, what yeah. sure. a feature right now. Mm. The For first sure. one to come with a Bobby Schmurder feature, how much is tax? What's the ticket on this? What y'all think the ticket he is? Said, yeah. He said M. He's gonna get a smooth M. A corporate M. A corporate M. A corporate M. And some equity. The yeah. baby the baby was just talking about that too. Like this difference between 
the feature prices you get on the streets versus you get somebody that actually can do the analytics. Yeah, and do, do the numbers and come see back. the numbers because yeah. you're gonna give them an M because you, if you got the right play for Vice you can make yeah M's M and M's the right song, the right person. Jackpot is going down. Jackpot. Yeah. I, All right. I so, can't wait. I can't wait to see Bobby Smurder like on um, like the next Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Same. Soundtrack yeah. with a drill beat. Like how they got. I can see that. <laughs> they got Pop Smoke in the movie. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all seen that? Y'all seen that? Right. They got Pop Smoke in the movie before he unfortunately passed. Yeah, he in the movie produced by Eddie Wong, the one that um did um got a couple of fire little restaurants in New York. Pop Smoke is in a movie. Where he is the antagonist, like it's like a the bad guy. Yeah, it's like an right. above the rim sort of thing. Mm. He can play that role. Yeah, play that role. It, know, it's coming out. It's coming out soon, man. I, I'm I'm not unfamiliar with the dates, but it looked the fire from the trailers, bro. Who's Haitian? Bobby Smurder or Pop Smoke or both of them? I ain't know that. I ain't know that. Dude. I ain't know that either, bro. We got Fisher Haiti. No, I know. Speaking of Haitians, man. You know, we got Gully TV in the building, man. Do you wanna? Share some light on the project that you've been working on. I know we were talking earlier My about My most recent that. project that I'm um, being recognized for currently is, is called A Bronx Tale. Okay. And it's the story of the murder with Gerard Avenue and the Bronx. And they were somewhat Noriega's security detail. They ran with Noriega throughout the late 90s. And they were really, really popular and actually became known to mainstream society by way of the Hot 97 shootout. So, um, yeah, I was blessed to be included in creating a project for them. I flew to Antigua and I interviewed one of the more high profile members of the 6F. And, um, Congrats, congrats. I just blew that shit out the water, man. Yeah, I was gonna say they gave you a slam dunk, bro. They absolutely you. You had to dunk that hole. I killed that shit. You had to dunk I'm outspoken, but I like to, I like to create and my my offering There you go. In that order, bro. So, the next thing I want to know was, what are you thinking about moving forward? You know, we head into 2021. We got a lot. I was talking about this the other day. 2021 been sort of kind of on that 2020 shit, bro. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, like, what do you think is next as far as projects is concerned? Like, who you want to get down with? Who you want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue. Um, I'm going to continue to work. I never, I've, I've, I've earned a living to an extent doing, you know, yeah. Gully TV media. But I actually like to create. I like to sit around and fuck with Final Cut Pro yeah. and After Effects and shit like that and see yeah. if I can make something slick. It's just, yeah. it's just yeah. something that I do, man. I roll up. And I sit there and get to create and shit. Um, some people tend to like it. Me, I try to top my last project. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I do, the next one I be trying to top it um, by using different, I don't know, methods of technology, different programs. I've been using a lot of animation lately. Um, I've recently started experience, um, experiencing listening to my own voice by way of narration. I'm starting to get comfortable with more narration. I was just gonna say, you got that You got that voice. I'm working at it, man. My nigga, uh, <laughs> you got that voice. I like it, man. I'm I, telling I, you. I'm at, I was a communications major in yeah. college. I'm like, Congrats. comfortable. Congrats. I'm yeah. comfortable you. in this. Where you went to school at? Yeah. Slippery Rock University. Slippery Rock. Shout, Shout out to Slippery, Slippery Rock. Rock. Shout, Shout out to Y'all make some noise, man. <laughs> Slippery Rock in the building. Rock, rock, rock boys. <laughs> Shout out all my college grads, man. Hey, and sorry about that. Why should they think school. that black folks don't graduate from college? They swear. They swear that, though. No, like, my brother's a whole doctor, so I know people anyway, don't know. Anyway, bro. Moving but, forward, man. Talk to me about... Um, but I was going to say, it's smart that you that you stick with what you do. Because right now, if you're waiting for quarantine to get over, it's like oh, waiting man. for... It's like, get real feeling like I saw this. It's feeling like uh, waiting for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you'll never know what's That's a fact. That's a fact. During this pandemic or whatever, whatever they want to call it, I believe that a lot of us got a chance to be confined to whatever our natural craft is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're good at, build models, model trains, making beats, doing media. You had time to sit down and figure all of that shit out. really fucking with it. So yeah. it benefited me. I got a chance to put my feet up and really, really work. Um, I didn't have to ch- uh, chase a lot of Graphic design niggas and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, you figured out that shit yourself, yeah. They, they was, uh, you know, 
I always like to talk about what you what you foresee happening. What do you think is going to be like the next big thing? Because those ideas, even though we discussing it right now, bro, it ain't no way for us not to put those ideas into motion. By saying it out loud and it just being some energy that we put into the universe, it's going to come to fruition. So when I had discussions about like the past and what we want to do with the future, that's why it's always cool to see like, oh, well, I'm fucking with, with the music. I'm fucking with uh, film or I'm fucking with the investments. I'm fucking with the robotics. You see what I'm saying? Because right. people don't, they don't think that we do this type of shit. Right. You know what uh, I'm saying? They don't think these discussions happen where uh, we sit around the table and just politics. No we need more like this. Yeah, they don't, they don't think that we do this. We have this. dimensions. I call them dimensions. We you feel dimensions. me? It's, it's definitely layers, but um, so Haiti, man, one of the things I wanted to ask you, bro, like, how did you end up here? Like, we at Tree Sound, we got all of this shit going on. How did that How did that come about? Is that something that you've been working on for a while, or did you just kind of fall into place, or like? Okay, okay. It's not something I can say in one sentence, but uh, adding to your last point, man, is God, and God gets us everywhere. <laughs> there's a parable I want to, you know, you guys probably already know it. It's called a parable of talents. I do not take that lightly in this lesson that the Lord has blessed me on. He said he had three sons. Three sons went out through the world. He gave them all different numbers of talents. One had one, one had five, and the other had ten. He told his three sons, go out to the world and do your due diligence. He comes back and asks these three sons, what have you done, son? First son said, I took my ten talents and I multiplied it. You are welcome into the kingdom, the Lord said. The second, he said, I took my five talents. I got two more, Lord. He said, you are welcome into the kingdom. The last son, he took his talent and buried it. He said, I saved it for you, Lord. The Lord called him a fool and said, you are not welcome. That, that, that really took me, like, reading the Bible, you feel me? Yeah. English my third language. I had learned that. Because why? Because I'm from Haiti. Okay. I was born in Haiti. I moved in the country in 2004. Okay. I moved in Atlanta a year ago. Right. Where you come from originally, but like on your way to Atlanta, you was coming from where? I lived in Birmingham for the last four years. Right. Two years in Birmingham, two years in Montgomery. I lived in Alabama. Excuse mm -hmm. me. I went to school at the Alabama State University. Hey. I hey. went to hey. University hey. of Alabama. Swag fam. Swag fam. Hey, Swag Fam, Swag, which I found out for stealing uh, watches and chains. Because <laughs> you heard about what happened to Dion, right? Y'all heard about what happened to Dion. Sidebar, bro. So Dion, he go and kick the shit out of some school. I forgot who they played. He, because it's Dion. 59 to nothing, right? 59-0. He come on the press conference and tell everybody in the press conference, man, we went out here, whooped their ass. These niggas stole my wallet, my chain, my cell phone. All of this, and I'm gonna find out who did it. So you know, the internet had a field day. You called Jay Prince. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jay Prince. He the only one that can fix this. I know you watch this Jay Prince. Yeah, he the only one that can fix this. Definitely the swag. Jay Prince can fix anything. It, long story short, Brody. Somebody went on the internet, they spoofed the whole thing, and they came up with that acronym <laughs> that the SWAC stand for still in watching the chains. I'm like, yo, that's fucking hilarious, man. I'm ready to throw hands with whoever can. It's probably like one of the MIAC motherfuckers or somebody like that. You sound like the person that stole the chain. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> but anyway, shout out uh, Alabama State, man. But so from Alabama to UAB. UAB. Now All right, what's Alabama. UAB like? What's going on? What's popping at UAB? Um, medical. I'm going to school to be a doctor. That's my first major. Music is my minor. Hey, I'm a biology <laughs> major. There it is, Brody. So like. I take I take everything one 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 day at a time. Right. I used to run crazy with my head off. I was young. I was 21 one time, trying to figure it out, learning women, learning this. You feel me? Coming out of America, you gotta think about it. Like, I ain't grow up with aesthetic learning, learning from other kids. Mm -hmm. So I learned everything on my own. So that power that God gave me, I learned a lot of stuff by discipline, like studying stuff. If I have something on my mind, mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, was, I don't know it. So that's that's an interesting point that you bring up. Was it was it difficult as a child to get your hands on like materials that you was interested in at all, or was you just like you know kind of moving? I didn't get my first pair of Jordans, so I got out of high school. Mm. Like I think I mean 
the 2000, think how many kids wanted a pair of Jordans. That's a fact. You know I mean? Facts. A lot of, a lot of my, my first pair of Air Force Ones, my stepmom saw me, brought them to the house. She was like, where you get these from? I had to buy them off my friends. Yeah. I want some Jordans right now. I'm a grown man. I was cool. Like, a, a lot of niggas didn't get no Jordans to high school. Uh, nah, that was the first time I really touched Nikes like that for real, for real. He said, he said after high school. Yeah. After, after, after high school. The, about high school was like the age I got, I got my, I remember I got my first real pair. I had team Jordans. Like oh, yeah. The, the first pair of Jordans I had in high school was them suede and blue uh, Jordan 16s. That was yeah. the first pair of Jordans that ever touched my motherfucking feet, boy. I got my first pair. I was in a ninth grade high school. Yeah. And um, they was the Carmines. Hey, the Carmines. that's a it's tough a, first pair, bro. That's tough. And I got them on sale. And I don't think Jordans even go on sale anymore. Like, no. Nah, they like either just regular retail, sell out, or... The prices go up like stocks. <laughs> yeah. Shoes go up nowadays. Price go up. <laughs> right. If you was a motherfucker back in the 90s that was copping J's, you, you probably got some bread now. Mm. Like if you selling them back, I'll you, know, you know what's funny about your comment. I'm thinking about that's a real niggas barometer check. Like when did I get my first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real niggas. Like because yeah. yeah. like, really if a real nigga, if a nigga say he been wearing Jordans since he was six, that nigga capping. It's like yeah, niggas like bro. I had to, I had to get it on my own. I couldn't get my own Jordan, so I could afford my own. After high school, it's like nigga, you, you put that. Did you know what pair you wanted? I still don't know the names. I think I know. I know the nines. Um, the 11, I think them the only two. But I when really you did. went to go get them, yeah. Oh, yeah, you knew what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I got my 11, I got the six rings. I got, hey. so I, got, hey. I got everything I need now. Lord, done bless me. So before we even get to Atlanta, Lord, yeah. bless me. Put me through a lot of trials. Yeah. Because if you don't take a lot of losses, you can't say you really winning out here. You feel me? Church. Man. Hey, that ain't that what Wooster said? Bosses take losses, bro. Bosses take losses. It was a point in my time. I heard my friend say that, man. Shout out to A Rich, man. Like, he mm -hmm. told me, he was like, bro, I can't go back. You ever been into a position as a man where you either have to move forward? Because I can't even go back to South Carolina to go see my daughter right now. I had that same feeling. I was like, I can't even go see my son. You feel me? Yeah. $10 in my pocket. I can't go see my son. Yes, that's that's yeah. tough, bro. When you win that position, I came to Atlanta a year ago, none in my pocket, man. Mm. I literally took the gas on my dad's lawnmower gas can, filled up my car, and hit the road three hours. And I was up here at Street Z working a studio session. Like, <laughs> really? So I really had to do what I had to do and get it out the mud. Like a lot of people don't notice. Like shout out to YSL, man. Umfunk. Like if it wasn't for Umfunk. I wouldn't even be in this position. Like Damn every dog. day, Unfunk came to the studio. I was like, I gotta come with you, Unfunk. Unfunk, I come on slack. Shout out, Unfunk. He recorded over here. I'm over here making beats. Yeah. I came to the studio three months straight with Unfunk. Next thing I know, people started like, who is this kid making beats in the other room? Who is this kid? He kept asking questions. I kept showing who I was, man. So the beats, the beats is like, it just was something that came out, right? Or was it something I've where I've always you... had music. I played okay. Fourth grade, I played violin. People might think it was corny, but I did feel like a little corn bar. You feel me? Eighth grade, I stopped playing. We should. You feel me? They, got, it, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I'm about to say, because I'm about to, I'm about to stop you right soon as you said that, bro. Never. Like that, never. Like never. That, man. We Whatever it is, be, you fuck with. It's a term that I, I discovered in a book recently. It's called social prisons. Mm. And there are social prisons that exist in a black community that will make a child feel that it's not cool to be yourself. It ain't nothing wrong with playing a violin. He was actually gifted. Look what you have right now. Look at that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And social prisons, you know, that means a, in a social setting where people will act like it's not cool to be gifted. Or it's not cool to play a violin or it's not cool to write poetry or some shit like that. That's yeah. called a social, social prison. If you exist in an element like that, you should change your social circle. Period. Period. That's what happened. I Period, had to change bro. who I was around. Like, I started realizing important things. Like, you don't need a thousand people. I'm happy with the same 30 folks I see every day. You just need the right folks. I just need the right folks around me. That's what I realized. Well, I'm happy when I see when my slime grows. Because I was like, man, that one person took me place, man. Where else can you take me? with the love and emotion, you feel me? The certain conversations I had with certain people that I've learned, like, to really express myself, like yeah. you're saying, 
I had to learn who, who I could grow with. That's what I'm saying. I don't need 30,000 people. I can't grow with you. We can't make a. I move with energy. That's one thing. I move with That's energy. That's what I was going to ask you. What's that relationship like? When you're talking about the energy, like, you know, with the folks you're moving with? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell what's you. What's that relationship like? I bro? take it out the Bible again. Jesus had 12 disciples. People did these lessons. You write down all these disciples, you'll notice them are the same people. Peter. Simon. Okay. Paul. Saul. Okay. So it's not 12 no more. So you take that, what I just said, you start noticing they only have one problem. What's the problem? Every one of them have one problem. Uh, Judas. Betrayed. Mm. Simon. Peter. Faith. His brother, Andrew. Courage. I really, like, I ain't one of them people that just, like, talk a lot. Cause I don't speak English good, man. So I struggle. I, I chop up sometimes my words. You feel me? But when I really study English, I learned a lot from America. You feel me? Like, watching and reading, like, the Bible really helped me. Because, like, I didn't take the Bible as everybody took it. They took it for face value. You feel me? I took it for that third eye element. You feel me? I started reading people different. When I started, okay, he's a Judas. He's talking about his own friends. He's gonna talk about me too. Can't have him around me. Now you see what I'm saying. I'm moving energy. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want courageous people around me. I can't have no punk around me that's gonna get me killed. Mm -hmm. The places I be going. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I, I start moving with energy and I start noticing who I should have around me. Right. And what their intentions was. And I start noticing, like, God showed me character throughout the Bible. That was my story. You feel me? I kept right. reading them stories over and over until I start understanding people. Yeah. So, what do you? How do you? How do you look at your your projects now? Like the stuff that you coming out with currently, present day, versus where you started at. Do you see some growth right there? Do you see like a complete change of lane, or have you always had like this sort of spatial sense of music where you like make music like this, but then also make music like that? I got my ego killed plenty of times. <laughs> how you learn? What? Hey, tell me about what? that, G. You gotta talk about the downfall. Producers be fighting to get placements. Yeah. I, man, my first time playing beats for Umfu, he ain't picked out one of my beats. Okay. It took me a month to get a placement with YSL. Cause like, I ain't know what they sound was. Feel me? I ain't had this. Yeah. Feel me? I was, when, as a musician, you do a lot of output. A lot, of, you want, you see, I got it, I got it. Cause it's like, you would get it, you get it, and it'll come through, and then you just get it out. Like, your job is to just get it out. What? Get the ideas out onto the boards. When I realized, okay, it's not just making beats. You can make a thousand beats a day. But when you start making music, okay. it's different. Like, it's certain sounds that you can play four notes and make a <coughs> on the keyboard and make them sound good together. And like that James Brown riff you were it's, telling us about. It's, it sounds like you're different between listening and hearing. I had to listen more. Yeah. It took me mm -hmm. a month to get a placement. Mm -hmm. I sat in there every day not wanting to play a beat, but listen to what they like. Certain musical elements. Okay, that's a lot of guitar beats. It's a lot of piano. Let me start using these weird sounds. Start. I bought contact. Yeah. When it got pianos. When it got violins. Real instruments. Hey, Gully, do you take any of that into account on a project? Like, do you look at it like how the music, like a score or something like that? Nah, I don't. I don't write treatments. Um, I move similar to everything that everything that he said. I got a, like a term. It's called uh, the vibes are stronger. Pictures. Mm. I just move off the energy, bro. Um, Whatever it feel like. That's what the project I believe mean. that um, your body will reject mine does mm -hmm. anything that's negative. Food, mm. Information, mm -hmm. energy. And I just go with the flow, man. I, I got a gift, man. I'm not in control. I'm just You just here, you just a media, bro. You uh, you letting it letting it use you. I did that, man. That's how I feel about this. Like, you know, when we think about, you know, our story, how we came about, bro. It just was, you know, we talked about it, like doing the show, doing the review, doing the podcast and all of that. And then it just started happening, right? Am I wrong? Bro, he, he, <laughs> bro it was the day we had a conversation. I never forget. I looked at man. I said, bro, we can't stop now. <laughs> like, because it's too many, you know, it's too many moving parts. It's too many people asking about it. It's too much. You know, too much traffic that's coming through this this space that we in, this energy that we fucking with, and it don't. We can't stop now. And ever since then, bro, it just been just 
Head out the head out the head out the head out the head. You know what I'm saying? Just but say say that say that phrase for me. Yeah, yeah, say that one more time. Vibes are stronger than pictures. I don't even know where I got it from, man. Vibes are stronger than pictures. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, we we did move we did move with a vibe. We moved with a vibe in a certain direction. Like we was just feeling the energy of the radio, right? Yeah. And once we felt like the radio was taking us to right energy. Focusing on that, Focusing but then, on that. but then it's like, yo, we still got me. The twins got to do the podcast together. <laughs> and then, so, and then. so we got like, yo, we, let's figure it out. And then T Money hit me with, with the. So this is gonna be on Block One Hundred Five. Yeah, we can put this on Block One Hundred Five. This is gonna be on Block One Hundred Five. So we're gonna put this on Block One Hundred Five. But the vibe just led it, right? T Money hit me up and was like, bro, let's just work with it. I love the production. Um, I done been on a few podcasts. I went past radio. That you did that. That should be. No, that's no, that's, 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 that's a big hard DJ. I said uh, that's my brother. Yeah, but this, that, that, I, yeah, I got beats. Just, my... That's just killing it. <laughs> that, Bro, I just put that shit's killing it. He said something and that boom came behind. <laughs> 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 Damn. That's, uh, Bro, this, this that, that's been my that's been my theme song for like four five years now. I just been playing. That's one of my favorite beats. Okay, good. yeah, everything. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Red Sparks does all my beats, man. We Benji. we do all the production in house. Actually, I did my own song. I got my own song. It's called Wrong Move. B Diddy Dollars with Java <laughs> yes, Ranks. Uh, okay. We did, yeah, we did it with JP Engineer. And shout out Java Ranks. He be going crazy. Java Ranks is he is like Eastside Stone Mountain leader of the team. He got a whole team up there. Okay. They work with. Continue to create, man. Yeah. You Continue ever make? To create. You ever make a song? You ever make a gully nah, team? Nah, I tried to rap before. This was a long time ago. I imagine when I was in jail, I could write. I'm always behind, behind the scenes. I'm, I'm a natural writer. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Um, I probably could write raps for somebody or some shit like that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we I might need a gun stress. I got wordplay, uh, phrases, colloquialisms, everything, but I just couldn't. I was excited. Yeah. I was <laughs> right until they hear this shit. And my heart started racing. I couldn't get uh, I couldn't the get same words. I stick to basketball. Then that Chris Wallace <laughs> net on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Would you ever would you, that to the professional? Would you ever do a song like Imagine like you do a Gully TV? Like I put my song out. I'm not rapping. I would have to do it. I would have to. I would have to do it the correct way. Um, I'd be so fucked up when I'd be a fan of somebody and they were revealed 20 years ago such and such. And I'd be like, man, you be that's mad at the motherfucker. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, like they, it, now it's like regular. Yeah, right. To hear that somebody wrote Chuck D's rap or that would be damaging. Like, uh, or somebody was writing Rock Hill's rap. The, that was just totally unheard of. That was right. like a, a, a sin. <laughs> I hope write for Java. I hope write for Java. He wrote like. 97% of it. I would have to spit it. I would have to take the whole course of being an artist. I would have to write it, spit it, ad-lib, everything that an MC do, I have to do it because yeah. I'm a connoisseur and I'm a participant and I'm a vanguard of this hip-hop shit and I have to lead by example. If you wrote it, then you can spit it. If you didn't, y'all iron right. that out with the Y'all gonna figure that what shit about, out. Yeah, y'all iron that out. What about Gully TV mixtape? You ever made mixtapes? Yeah, I had mixtapes. I had DVDs. I'd have been featured, sampled. Niggas done sampled me speaking. Um, oh, that's hard. I, a lot of I shit, told you. Dude. I'm like, bro, it got it's in one Gully track somewhere in the world, bro. No, it got yeah, it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on niggas. I'm Mark Curry from Bad Boy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm on a few niggas' songs and shit. That's hard. They go, next thing you know, what's the, what, how would you say Vibes are, stronger. Vibes are stronger than pictures. Y'all take that. Watch that shit. Right. That's what somebody right. said. Right Watch what I'm saying. Like you don't need a, a visual picture, man. Your body is yeah. a body. Your body will tell you what the fuck is going on. Don't go that way. That's dangerous. That's yeah. crazy. You know what? I mean, we was talking. Y'all, y'all. I want to switch to talk about my, my favorite pairs of dating. And T Money had me. I be internet dating sometimes. And T Money got me to the point where if you, you see the picture sometimes. <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> I'm gonna say hey it's your story black man I'm gonna let you tell it, bro sometimes I'm looking at it and what it is is I overthink the picture so if I like the picture mm -hmm. I would overthink the picture and we have a good conversation mm -hmm. and shit 
but then I'm going back to the picture. I need to, to trust the vibes. I like the picture at first. Now let's go deeper into the vibes. I was feeling like right. that. You know what I mean? The, the, the vibes is the important thing. The vibes is more. Then they're more important than the picture because if you they got the vibes right there, neck and neck. At a certain point, at a certain point, there's so many pictures I like, right? But ain't everybody can vibe with what I got going on in my head right now. You know what I mean? You did. I'll be a crazy person sometimes. You ever? You when you do you have? Uh, are y'all Haiti? Y'all married? I said you got kids. No, oh, I got one. I got yeah, one son. Son? What? Children? I got eleven. Eleven children. You got a football team? Twins. That's a good twin. Uh, that's uh, that's your son. What up, <laughs> Junior? What up, bro? What's it like? What you? What's Congratulations, King. That's 11, that's a 11. blessing, bro. <laughs> um, my father passed away at fifty-nine. Uh, sorry, he had me and my sister, so I just let it. I made it rain. Lonely the King. Man. You had to. I had to. Cause ain't no sense in this in this gravy train man, stopping man, it ain't all. Ain't no sense, <laughs> ain't no sense man, in slowing this shit down. What's the vibes like? What's the vibes like when you had, when y'all decided to make that step? Team money got kids too. Team, I ain't got no kids. <laughs> I ain't never vibe with nobody that hard. Where I wanted to have a baby with him, man, bro. Like, bro, you, it's it's bro, gonna happen, bro. You gotta have faith, man. It's, it's like a, how can I explain it? You know, you just you feel like you yeah. could trust that person. Like regardless of what goes on. Oh, you asking me. You feel me? No, no, I'm telling you. Telling me. Right. That's oh. for me. That's what it is. Like you feel like you can trust them. So, you know what I'm saying. From that, you build a relationship. You know what I'm saying. And then y'all consistently together, vibing like that. Then there you go. A couple months later, some kids come out, bro. <laughs> that's how it is. Women change. That's how it is. But it's about that trust. If you feel like you know what I'm saying. If you feel like you can't. Build nothing with them if you feel like they don't have your best interest at heart. If you feel like they into you for the wrong reasons, yeah, then all of that will get in the way of that shit. Y'all, y'all being creators, y'all get, y'all feel like, how do y'all trust that people are vibing with you and really vibing with you, not trying to get you for your gully TV call and the tree sounds cloud? How you know that you can trust the vibe? Energy again, man. Energy is the biggest thing. Like you feel me? Like you said something about relationships. Yeah. Back to that, especially with women. Use your head. Use your head. When you see her, bitch, I ain't got a dime. You look like money. I know what you want and shit. Right. It's just that. It's just that. Look Look at this bitch. What you want with me? Right. You know what I mean? I don't got it. I don't got what you want. Don't think it's like that. No. Don't think it's like that. What'd you say? What'd you say? Females in this generation, you got to classify them different, man. Like, we ain't talking about 1971. We ain't talking about 1981. We ain't talking about 1990, 1990 women. We talk about 2000, 2010 women. You gotta think about the mother gives everything to her daughter, and the daughter transports to the next daughter. So the ironing, the man clothes making his lunch, man, we started losing all the value. Oh, that shit talking about man. a man. That, that come shit from home, man. What's the most? What's the most <laughs> that's money? Why I think. That's hold on, most before y'all go on, I think. I that's think because of social media, I think women have too many options now. Oh yeah. So you gotta really be on your shit. It might be another right. issue. No, it's actually it's actual study. It's like um, dissatisfaction because you have so many options. Like if I gave you three cupcakes, or if I gave you a hundred cupcakes, and I told you pick one, you're gonna feel more remorse about the the cupcake that you picked. If I after you get a hundred cupcakes, you feel me? Like, oh, I could have had right. this one, this one, that one, that one. But if you just got three motherfucking yeah, cupcakes, yeah, let's hope that she don't start eating all the cupcakes. <laughs> she gonna be like, oh, she <laughs> gonna start <laughs> you know, hey, hey. <laughs> That's how I be. Hey, you open this dough, though, though. Yeah. I had the same out ones and twos. No, it, it's, it's real talk. This is what I feel it. I feel it. What's, though. I feel what's, it. what's the most money? I, y'all want your story? Or somebody asked me for thirty-five hundred dollars. 
Exchange information. We talk FaceTime maybe once, and she was talking about her life troubles. I just want to know. And then, and then I got a text message saying something about, uh, something about I feel like I feel like fine women okay. deal with that a lot. Like niggas that I've just learn to be very suspicious. Be ridiculous. They just got too many options, man. No, it's a nigga right. This is like you ain't Wait, falling yeah. from trees Wait, and yeah. shit. Like it's uh, a nigga around uh, or several. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you often find a several and shit. Hey, the the truth is, is that what you said. Is exactly 100% accurate, bro. You think you're the only one? Oh yeah. no, nah, man! Don't that's not don't don't no. do that. She she out here panhandling. Just especially <laughs> on the day on social media. And don't shit drink the like Kool Aid. Yeah. You gotta be very very leery of people who participate in social media. Right. Um, I've noticed about women. Women like affection and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a general process, man. Niggas get the like in their pictures and shit like mm-hmm. that. And it just, mm-hmm. it, the availability is just a bad situation. If you love somebody, get her off social media. You gotta That's get rid of the ground, huh? You gonna have to. Be That's how you that feel, nigga. You, you gotta, gotta get her off the ground. Have to, or, or y'all gonna have to share the motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Young Yo, Dro said, "I'm not in a, in a situation." Young Dro said, "If you like that chick so much, wipe that chick." Because yeah, if you, and I agree with that. Because if you with her for too long and you ain't wiped her and somebody didn't swap her up, bro, that's kind of on you, big dog. Because you're not the only one that see the value in the property. Like, bro, like, you, you the only person think you like strawberries? Yeah, yeah. Right. Delicious. yeah, that's one Everybody. thing. I, that's one thing I definitely could align myself with. You know, you're right. If you if you got a good woman in your life, you gotta know that at least one other nigga see the value in what you're walking around with. You feel me? Like, if she riding for you like that, you know what I'm saying? She doing all the things that you asking her to do and she taking care of you on, on all areas. It, it, you, you on the clock, bro. I got a question for y'all. Did, did your music change and did your art, did your playhouse shit change after every child or did you have your first child? Did you see like, yeah, and well, how did that change the perspective on shit? I heard, I heard that delineates uh-uh. the man's life. You guys sometimes. got kids? I do got kids. I don't have no kids, no. I'm, in, I'm, I'm probably a little older than everybody here. I'm in the crack era and shit. Yeah. And we was like stars. What are we from? Like, we had, we was fucking everything. Seriously. Grown women. Anything that was And it was just uncut. Like, so I didn't have any discipline when it came. But I never, I never was in a relationship with anybody I had in a childhood. I know that probably sounds crazy. You probably developed a relationship <laughs> after they got pregnant or <laughs> right, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just being reckless, um, fast money, it just made you not appreciate things and you definitely don't appreciate women. How can you appreciate them and they're being thrown at you everywhere you go? Like I said, if anybody that's... Um, if you was in the streets in like the early 90s, it might be the late 80s for somebody else. And if you're from the inner city, you probably was touching some money and you had a double figure girlfriend. 
Is it now? Is it is it money hit the community like that? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it the now? Is it the money? Is it just the time period, or is it the vibe around what's going on? It was the money. It was it was just excess. Like nobody access. Man, you going to to school with jewelry on and shit like that? Yeah, that's wild. Ain't no girl going like turn down going out with you and having sex with you. You driving to school? Yeah, you pull up in a whip. Yeah. A new whip, rims on it. Like I was from that. I was BBS is on that bitch and shit. Hammers, hammers, chrome hammers. All right, nigga, Deep tell us, keep going, <laughs> tell the story, nigga. On the rims Cause you better tell the story. Hammers and shit. Yeah, um, but they not gonna turn that down. No, like they. When we was, I was when I was in school, like teachers and counselors and shit would tell me the value shit I had, I was wearing. They will point it out. Yeah, I don't know that what this shit is for real. That's a thirty thousand dollar car you drive. That th- those shoes? Don't those Pete, two thousand dollar shoes. Pete Sampras wear those sneakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's hilarious. Dude, I was going through stuff like that. Like, wow, dog. Wow. Wow, dog. So it girls wasn't no problem. Now. I sometimes feel like that that I grew up in the wrong time period. That's hilarious. Like I like I was born in 1986. So like. I was a baby when y'all was living y'all best lives. And so, you know what I'm saying? My thing was, was like, what if I grew up in the 70s, bro? Like, that'd have been wild. You know what I'm saying? Or what if you grew up in like the 60s or something like that? We probably ended up being, you know, a a lot more involved with revolutionary. Think so. That, that, that's that's, what was I, that's cool how time. I feel in my heart. That's what was cool to do back then. Yeah. Like, um, guys that ended up being, I don't know, gangsters and shit like that during that time period, they were from the Black Panthers and the Black Liberation Army. They yeah. had pro black beliefs. You had to. Yeah. You had to. So. Yeah. I feel that way. Like, I feel like I would be a, a lot more. Well, more so than I already am, like into into like the whole intellectual scene. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be more so trying to figure out how to get activated in my community. What if you was a slave? I would be a part of slavery. What oh, would you bro. do? I don't know. If I could I, I that's a tough conversation to have because people do that. He would have made to probation period. People do that in the streets now. <laughs> people <laughs> talking about what they would have did if it was them, yeah. and it's like but people did that. Like if I saw Amistad, there was mad people that. Was not down for it. Nah, watch They was not. They was like like him. Ten days in, they was killing them somebody. Yeah, and they or tearing up, just burn that bitch down. You know that's what they talk about, and also the journey too. They talk about how black people in America, because of the fact that we our conditions we're traveled over has a lot to do with even our health conditions today. You know all that shit plays in part of it. Yeah. If I was, I, I, I asked that question. If somebody asked me what would I do if I was ever going to ask that in the 11th grade. And I was like, damn. Then I felt like I would get in line. But now I know more about myself and know more about our history. There's always fighting, man. They always make it seem like we wasn't fighters. So I'm going to. Hold on. No, it's, it's always. You don't know about the Haitian Revolution? I didn't know I about Haitian Revolution until I after do. high school. Bro. Do y'all know who was the first black people fighting? The I, first, I, go ahead. I, um, I'm Haitian, but I don't even want to talk about it. Um, I did the Haitian Jack documentary, of course. So right. I, Shout I, out. I chose to, for my second installment, I chose to speak about why I felt he was so great and involved with it. And I went into his lineage, which led, which led to um, a guy by the name Toussaint Lubatour. Mm-hmm. Right? And Bookman Gotti, who led a revolution. 19-0-I-don't-know-I-can't-remember-his-like-yeah-it's-like-I-said-17-I-get-the-dates-right-for-y'all-17-96-to-18-04-I-put-that-in-my-bio-18-04-is-the-most-important-date-for-any-black-man-
other than Cuba was Hispaniola, Haiti, Dominican Republic. Haiti had more money than any other country in the whole world. They had sugar cane. Sugar cane. Everything boy. processed with sugar cane. If you wasn't that, if you didn't get your slave from Haiti, they were working. The mistake was, before they told slaves not to read, they told them to read. They weren't Haiti. Oh, you see? You, you didn't know that. A lot of black people didn't know that. The first trials of black men, they, they learned everything. America learned from Haiti. They was like, we can't teach these niggas how to read. You're a smart man, bro. You're a smart, hey, we got, That we second got, man hey. he mentioned, oh, I'm gonna add to that. Duty yeah. Bookman, he was Jamaican. Jamaican, yeah. He snuck off from, from Jamaica. They had every war leader after him. England was behind him. Because what? <laughs> that black man knew how to read. His name was Book Men. Because he knew how to read. What books did he read? About magic. Mm -hmm. We did not get magic from black magic. We learned it from the white people. I'm sorry to say that we did take their books. And that's why he was looking for. Dude, no, you speak it on the real. You speak it on the spiritualism. Real. He gave what Haiti had, the first voodoo ritual. They took every man and body in the island and called to God. That's because, how you yeah, like, yeah, like a like a ceremony. Yes, it was because I, of duty booklet. That's what I understand. I understand. And um, but despite how it's projected in America, I believe it probably has a lot of truth to it and it's connected to our music. Gully, you can't stay the whole time, so I want to get Gully TV around applause. Yeah, pretty Gully <laughs> TV, man. <laughs> Woo! It's been, it's been a pleasure. Damn, we got the hate. We got the Haitian Jack documentary. We got yes, the so. youngest Haitian right here in charge. Tell people. Tell people. So you are on B Diddy Radio, man. What's something that you want to leave with the pity of the people at the gym? I'm glad that they was able to hear the discussion between me and homeboy right here. Yeah, because um, the term gangster get attached to a whole bunch of bullshit when all reality, guys, revolutionary like two soccer Oh, is a gangster. Thank you. Know what I'm saying? Thank you. So, re-educate yourself. Get your dribble right. That's my. That's my lingo on my show. Hey, that's a fact. Hey, clap it up, man. We're gonna take a smoke break real quick. You feel me? Tuned into the BDD Radio Show. I'm your host, At Money. Special guest, Gully TV in the building. Lil Haiti. We got some more guests for y'all coming up, man. Stay tuned. It's going down every Thursday at 10 p.m. You better tune in or I'm coming to your crib, nigga. I'm coming to your crib. We out. Yep. Appreciate it. Oh. What's up? I got to make sure.